Okay, this is Bob Wright. I'm an entomologist. I do a lot of my field research out here at the South Central Ag Lab. And we like to talk about a new study we started this year on corn earworms. Uh, corn earworms are not a major pest of field corn, but there are types of corn in Nebraska that we have, such as popcorn, seed corn, and food grade corn, where they can be economically important pests. Uh, this study started out with sweet corn entomologists in the uh, mid-Atlantic states and upper Midwest where they grow a lot of sweet corn. And we're testing whether the, the corn earworms in this area have tolerance to different Bt traits. And so what we have here is, is Bt sweet corn. We have two different types of, actually three different Bt proteins expressed in these different uh, hybrids and also some non-BT hybrids. And so the corn earworm does not overwinter in Nebraska. It overwinters in the southern half of the U.S. And so the, the uh, corn earworms that come up here have developed on crops in the south. And we have BT cotton and BT corn in the south. And we think what has happened, we're starting to see resistance to BT in some of the southern populations and we're starting to see that show up in the northern populations that migrate from the south. So uh, we've, we've seen in the past that pyrethroid resistance that developed in the south has moved up to the Midwest as well the same way. Uh, the corn earworm feeds in the ear tip, uh, is attracted to lay, the moths attracted to lay eggs on green silk stages, which is what we have right here and we hope to get uh, some egg laying in the next couple of weeks. We'll evaluate this when it's the time that we would normally harvest sweet corn and see if we have survival on the different BT traits. This is part of a multi-state project uh, from the East Coast uh, to Nebraska. Multiple states are generating data on this study. And so we'll have more information in the future about the status of uh, corn earworms in Nebraska, whether they have resistance to BT. The last couple of years, we've gotten more reports. People saw poor performance, uh, or they saw more corn earworms where they thought they wouldn't in either BT corns or uh, other, other crops or sweet corn and the BT sweet corn. So we've had some indication that we might have some changing resistance in Nebraska to corn earworms. Uh, corn earworm overwinters in the pupil stage in the soil in the southern U.S. emerges early, uh, starts laying eggs on a variety of crops. It has a multiple uh, different common names. It can be called the cotton bollworm, tomato fruitworm, soybean podworm, as well as the corn earworm to reflect the number of crops it can grow on. And so uh, one thing we can do in this study is test to see uh, whether we have BT proteins in the different uh, varieties. And there are some quick strips tests that we can do. And each, each type of uh, protein has a different strip test. And so this shows that one of, the, one of the BT corns is expressing the BT protein that is supposed to. And so if we see resistance or survival, we know it's due to resistance. We also have a test strip from the non-BT corn with no lines on the test strip showing that no BT is being expressed here. 
So that's sort of a quality control we can do to make sure that what we see is actually due to resistance. The alternative to this type of study would be to collect a lot of moths and rear them out in the lab and test larvae individually against different Bt proteins. And that's relatively labor expense, expensive to do. This approach is to put out different hybrids with different traits and basically let the, uh, the insect do the work uh, to find the sweet corn. Then we'll come back in a couple of weeks and see if anything is surviving in these different hybrids and what that means about survival. Typically in field corn, it's not a concern for corn earworms uh, because they typically feed just in the ear tip. This is field corn here at the station. And so we have some, here's a corn earworm feeding in the ear tip right now, it's about half grown. Uh, typically we only find one mature larva in an ear because they're cannibalistic and if we have more than one they'll feed on each other. Uh, and typically they just feed in the ear tip. A lot of times they're just feeding on these undeveloped ears and research has shown that in field corn it doesn't pay to treat for corn earworms. It may pay to treat in other, other corns like we talked about popcorn, seed corn, or sweet corn, or food grade corn. So we'll be reporting this data later in the year as we get information and also what we're seeing in other states. Uh, they have seen resistance to BT, some of the BT proteins in the south. And uh, so we're wanting to see if we can also find it in the Midwest and that'll help us uh, make our management recommendations more accurate for this area.